Listener Production. Barely brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it drives me mad. Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, it's a big uh, hello and good morning to you, Mr. Alex Craig David Dyson. I saw some of my... Some video inspiration that you dropped on the gram today. Yes. Uh, look, Craig David has always been um, up in the upper echelons of artists that I admire since he dropped... God status. ...Walking Away Back. He sold millions of albums. And so Seven Days, uh, when Victoria got announced a seven-day lockdown, the sadness I felt and the frustration I felt in a lockdown was almost countered by the fact that a seven-day lockdown meant I could do a parody of Seven Days by Craig David. And so, yeah, finally came to fruition yesterday and um, chucked it up on the Matt and Alex Instagram if you want to check it out. Or why not jump over to the A.E. Dyson TikTok, you know, be one of 20 people who have seen that particular video on that <laughs> platform in amongst uh, all sorts of baffling content. How's the growth going on TikTok, <laughs> mate? How is the growth going? Um, I would say the growth there is currently at a Madokine crypto wallet level. Um, <laughs> um, read into wow. that what you will. I but, wouldn't um, wish that look. growth on anyone, I promise you. Um, well, it's look, we've got a massive time. show uh, today. We're going to be joined by this artist. It's Nicole Miller. Ever since she uh, collabed with Peking Duck and gave us the continually excellent banger high, um, yeah, she's been releasing some excellent tracks, including this really eclectic, really awesome new EP. Are you kidding? So she's going to pop in and uh, have a little yarn to us. Are you going to um, are you going to bring up your little confrontation with a Nicole Miller lookalike at the Cleve oh, Market? Of course, I, of course I am. That's a that's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do. I'm going to ask Nicole Miller. Why she continues to lie about not trying to get my car park at the Glebe Market. So let's get stuck into it. We've got a few things before we chat to Nicole. Hope you're having a good one. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, it is Friday. It's everything on Friday is a little bit fun, a little bit loose, and uh, we love making people happy on a Friday. And what could be happier than prizes, prizes, prizes? Bro, especially when the prizes are this good. Okay, we've given away some junk before, but now we're getting some real top shelf stuff. All right, uh, so no more, no more briefing face masks. Okay, we've actually, yeah. we've no got more. Some... Matt writes a song about your thing. You know, no, yeah, no, <laughs> no nothing more like net that. Losses. We're talking about stuff that you can actually use, and today we are giving away a listener wireless phone charger. And you know it's a good prize when I'm jealous of giving it away. Do you know what I mean? Like I almost want to enter this quiz myself. Yeah, that's it. Can I keep this listener being the uh, the the good group of people who put the Matt and Alex podcast together? Uh, you may even be listening on the uh, listener app right now. The good news is these little wireless phone chargers. I've got one sitting next to my couch right now, Matt. I've got the listener phone charger. Yeah, um, that me. One of these incredibly lucky Matt and Alex listeners will be taking one away as well with our Friday Weird News Quiz. First up, it's Evan. G'day, Evan. Hey, boys. How are you? Good, thanks, Evan. You're still uh, charging your phone with a wire, you chump. Yeah, I'm such a chump. Still got the cords hanging beside oh. the desk. 
Oh, oh my dude. god! I mean, I'm the same. I got one next to my bed. Got one in the lounge room. Got one coming out of the car glove box. Just so many. I feel like Doctor Octopus. All these tentacles, you know, around me. It's a fire hazard. I'm living unsafe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Place the phone on top, and it'll uh, charge through the back. It's like magic. Rob is also joining us, also from Victoria. G'day, Rob. How are you guys? Oh, I'm all right. I've been in my attic all week. What about you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just hanging out at home, doing a bit of remote learning or teaching. Oh, I love it. What are you learning? I'm teaching psychology, oh. mathematics. Oh, amazing stuff. Well, now, hopefully some of your how learnings. How are the kids paying attention during this time, Rob? Oh, it's a bit hit and miss at the, at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> yeah, not surprised, not surprised. Well, look, hopefully some of your uh, wisdom and learnings can help you uh, win our Friday Weird News Quiz. Let's get started. All right, we got three questions. Each question will have two options, okay? It's multiple choice. There's A or B. Here we go. Question one. Buzz in with your names. Buzz in with your names. <clears throat> Italian winemakers are demanding a new emoji be added due to this drink's marginalization. Which wine so which wine emoji do you think that they want? Is it A? Rob. Oh, oh, okay. Go on, Rob. Maybe give me the options first, actually. That'd be good. No, mate. No, you, you're so trigger happy. You can, you can catch the bullet. Go on, what? Yeah, you can't replace the bullet into the chamber, mate. <laughs> Let's take a punt. I'm going to go A, white wine. <gasps> that is a no. Now, Evan... Very yeah. politely waiting for your turn <laughs> and to hear the this... options. So is it A, a rosé emoji, or B, the Pinot Grigio emoji? It's definitely not white wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for uh, rosé. Yes, that's right. Italian winemakers are now lobbying for a new emoji to put an end to the shameful marginalisation of rosé. Uh, pointing out that the only symbols currently available on s- smartphones to signify wine are limited to a glass of red or two clinking champagne flutes or a bottle of bubbles. So they want rosé, baby. <laughs> okay, um, we've we've taken we've changed the gun to a water pistol. We've given racial diversity. You know, there's some good changes that people have fought for. How do we reckon the rosé push is going to go, Matt? Are we going to are we going to change uh, wine discrimination well, forever? Stop? Suddenly, it's like I want to I want a natural white wine, um, you know, skin contact Vermentino emoji. It's a slippery slope. Otherwise, it's not on. Give me a craft beer. Give me a triple IPA Nipah emoji. That's what I want. <laughs> um, anyways, hey, uh, question two, Evan and Rob, buzz in with your names. The U.S. state of West Virginia is encouraging people to get the COVID-19 vaccine by entering anyone who gets the vaccine into a draw to win what? Is it A, guns, or B, meat trays? Evan. Rob. Go on, Evan. Um, It's West Virginia, so it's got to be guns. Oh, it is guns. It's going to be putting vaccine recipients' names into a draw and they'll be given a bunch of winners free guns. The draw is going to run from June 20 to August 4 and people have the chance to win five custom hunting rifles and five custom hunting shotguns. That's going to kill more people than COVID. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong there. Let's let's hope not. Um, apparently, guns don't kill people. People kill people. So um, anyway, we'll see. We'll see what their Second Amendment does uh, in this one. But wow. we, of course, uh, here at Matt and Alex, do advise you to get vaccinated against both COVID and rifles. Question number three, Matt O'Kine. Um, fashion company ASOS has recently been in the news for the design of a pair of their blue skinny jeans with what bizarre feature? Is it A, a big rip that shows the wearer's entire buttocks, or B, a zip that connects from the front all the way to the top of their butt? Evan. Rob. Oh, Evan's coming for the clean sweep. Snooky, sneaky. Uh, sorry, what were the two? Oh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, no, mate, I'm not gonna. Uh, be. Okay, I think. Uh oh, someone's trying the method on the last jump here. They're about to <laughs> crash. It's the, uh, the 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 back zip. That's what I remember. It is correct. Oh, bravo. The zip that goes the way around. It looks normal, but the zip, the fly keeps descending and does a little bit of it around the world, going right up behind <laughs> and uh, up to the top of the crack. So um, there you go. Very handy for those um, for that easy access. For uh, yes, of all kinds. Uh, for the quick departure, I think we'll say. Let's say it's for the quick departure. Um, now, Evan, Rob. Well, Rob, you. I mean, this was. You've had better days, surely. I've had much better days. Let's be honest. Are you? Are oh. you? Are your kids? Oh, you're not. You're still not. You're not teaching I'm right be, now, I'm are you? To, I'm used to giving the quizzes, not taking them. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just hope your students don't listen to this particular pop quiz, uh, Rob. Uh, but Evan, congratulations. We'll be getting your details and sending you out the listener uh, phone charger. Thank you so much for tuning in to All Day Breakfast and hopefully we'll catch you both again very soon. Thank Thanks you very you. much. Here's upper class living. Woo! Hey! <laughs> yeah, it is the 1% gets these wireless phone charges, but this is this is the future right now. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Do you ever have a nightlight, Alex Dyson? I did have a night light, but okay. Thank you very much for asking. Um, can you guess what it was? Come on. I don't. Oh, um, I no. I, I can't tell. I mean, I was going to say some sort of some sort of rodent, really. Just <laughs> no. It is hairy. Was hairy. Very silent Australian. One of the silent generation. Middle name starts with B. That's correct. It's a Humphrey B. Baird nightlight. Oh, I had it for a very long Baird. time. Yes. <laughs> how long, yes, was, yes, yes, how yes. long was Humphrey by the bedside table for, mate? <laughs> Go on. Well, Humphrey was over on the chest of drawers on the other side of the room and he would have put in, uh, I tell you what, he went well past retirement age. I'll just say that. <laughs> he, he loved his work so Long much. Long past he was illuminating our TV screens, he was still illuminating <laughs> your bedroom to make sure exactly that a teenage right. Alex Dyson wasn't getting scared at night. I, I bet. Exactly right. Twenties? Um, did he get did he hit your twenties? Uh no. No. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it easier to uh, reach over to the bedside drawer for the contraception uh, when you, you've got a kind of. You don't need the room. contraception when the, when the Humphrey <laughs> Bear nightlight's next to it. 
Might as well just show them your your drawer of magic tricks, which uh, I had in my bedroom. The old card tricks and magic books. That'll yeah, that'll makes, get them out. That'll get them out of the bedroom. Don't worry about that. That makes the women disappear. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting Sophia a nightlight, right? Oh, that's a big purchase. Well, you know, and we don't know if it's the right thing. You read articles, they say, don't do it. It just keeps them distracted. Some say, look, oh. some kids get feel better, you know, with a little bit of illumination. Um, and uh, um, my sister has this really great one that she got from France, and it's this little mushroomy thing, little dome. You just Champignon. Sort of, yeah, you just tap it. Tap it on the dome, and it kind of, you know, illuminates. And you, then you twist the dome, and it gets brighter or dimmer, you know? Nifty little yeah, thing. What, what is the dome of a mushroom called? I'm sure it's got a name. Head? Like that'd be the what the stalk. Do you know what I head? do a lot of? I because because of because I'm writing a lot at the moment, scripts and you know stuff. Mm. I I write a lot. I do a lot of googling. Like I'll be like, mm, anatomy of a bridge, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then it all comes up with all these diagrams of like all yeah. the like exact words for every single part of a bridge that like you trust you know you're like the, oh that's yeah. that bit yeah so you'd be like rivets yeah, yeah. and like oh, I remember doing like the anatomy of a shoe because I was like what's the bit that's not the tongue the laces the heel the sole what's all that bit <laughs> the body of the shoe yeah something like that anyway so anatomy of a mushroom this is completely gone off the rails here I feel like we've taken <laughs> mushrooms um here we go. Oh, so there's the scales and the cap. The cap. The and then, cap. of course, underneath the cap is the gills. <laughs> then there's the stipe or the stem. And then there's the vulva underneath. Uh, what? A mushroom n- has a vulva? <laughs> well, it's not to be mistaken for a vulva. So it's a vulva. Vulva. V-O-L-V-A. Not V-U-L-V-A. Vulva. Not Which vulva. Which I would double check. The, I really want to check the spelling. Double check the spelling of that. But I am on the work computers. Now... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be going, is it is a vulva a vulva? No, yeah, I'm sure it's with a U. Anyways, <laughs> Belle is like dead set on getting the same little mushroom lamp. It's really great. It is a really nifty little thing. We're talking about nothing. It's something that couldn't be this bigger than your fist. It's a, yep. a small child's fist. That's how big it is, right? Mm. So um, we're Googling, looking all over all of the sites. You cannot get one in Australia, right? Cannot yep. get one in the, in the close neighbours, New Zealand, you know? Cannot get one... Even, oh, you could finally, you get one in Europe, right? So there's a couple of places, okay. in France, Mushroom in England. Lights. The other yeah. one was Dubai. You could get one in Dubai. Now I've got a friend, my man Dinner Time, shout out, living in Dubai currently. <gasps> so Belle is like, well, why don't we get, get the, n- the lamp delivered to Dubai and then we'll yep. ask Dinner Time to send it over to us. You know, we're in no rush to get it. It might take a time, but we'll do it. And I was like, okay, fine. I hit up Dinner Time. He gives me his address. I uh, I go okay. Well, incoming. There's a uh, uh, we're sending you something, right? We, we're getting something delivered. I forgot to tell him that it was a lamp. Um, <laughs> this mushroom thing turns up. He's like, "Is this what you were after?" I was like, "Yes, yes, perfect. A little nightlight. Perfect mushroom nightlight. Now in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, now in Dubai. So tracking mode has started early, right? And then then I'm like, okay, now send it to us, please, right? So he goes, mm. yeah, no worries. Sends me a message about a day later. Says, yeah, just, just let it, you know I sent it to you. And I was like, cheers, bro. Um, by the way, how much did it cost? And he goes, oh, look, to be honest, post the, the postal system here is terrible, so I had to get it couriered, so it was $75. I was like, ah! <laughs> what? That's, that's, that's more than twice bad. the lamp. 
But that's not bad to send something from Dubai. I know it's pretty impressive, but it was a it's a tiny little lamp. I was like, we right. could have I could have made my own lamp. I could Small have gotten some mushrooms fish. and hollowed it out and put a little <laughs> a little light yeah. inside. So what have you like double the price of the actual lamp is now just getting it here. <laughs> so let us know yeah. your postage woes. Well, I know um Woods's parents are moving states and um they're sort of sending a car. <laughs> Via, like they're getting the car couriered down. And I think that's oh, pretty yeah. sexy. Rather, yeah, than that's driving. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, the whole moving thing is a is a that's that's always that's always ifty, shifty. But it's that instant. I mean, look. To be fair, you're right. Mm. Sending something across the world should probably cost seventy five dollars. Like that's pretty yeah. reasonable. Well, I um, I went. I was walking through Target one day, just a little bargain bin there. It was like it was like an eight pack of various sized paintbrushes for five cents. I'm like, oh, <laughs> sick. Might do a little bit of little bit of watercoloring here. <laughs> so I went, took them to the, the front counter and they go, that'll be five cents, thanks. And I looked through my wallet and this is is a few years ago now. So I don't I'm not even sure tap was in, in vogue yet. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, could I put that on card? <laughs> They're like, no, it's a $10 minimum. You're at five cents. So I had to wander out, go and find an ATM. Probably drop the $2.50 fee. Yeah, well, I had to walk further because I'm like, there's no way I'm paying $2.50 in order to pay five cents for these paintbrushes. So anyway, that's, yeah, let us know. When's, when have you had to pay extra on something that's been pretty cheap? Yeah, what, what's the what's the? Remember we talked about the postman's tariff, but like, <laughs> well, the postman's tra- tariff. Now this is interesting. The postman's tariff occurs when you're dropping off some chips to someone, and you take a little chippy for yourself. Now that is the postman's tariff. Do you know but, what? Uh, I actually do a little bit of postman's tariff whenever I buy like Belinda a drink or anything like that. At yeah, like, um, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, red wine and a beer, thanks. And then I'll carry it yeah. back to the table and be like, yep. oh, a little sip of the red wine just to see what it tastes like. A little bit of the postman's tariff, if you don't mind. <laughs> That's it. So uh, let us know. What have you met? What have you had the postman's tariff? Hey, guys. I've got a couple of stories for you. Oh, oh. Chris Marsh. Okay. Oh, Marshy in the studio. Uh, well known in our family not to let your drink anywhere near my father because his postman's tariff was a good 90, 95% of your drink. Um, so what, he'd just was, reach over and take it? Uh, can I have a sip? Sure. And then you'd get back nothing. Um, oh, you, you need that. You need a bulldog in the, in the front yard to chase away that postman. Yeah, that exactly. Is. <laughs> and in terms of being outraged by a price, as you know, I also moved house recently and I investigated, the, the movers said they can't move my television without it being in a box. I'm like, oh, well, I, I have very, unlike me, actually thrown out the box. So I did investigate. You can buy moving boxes for LCD televisions. Mm. Oh. They are over $100. What? <laughs> for a cardboard <laughs> box. Just for the box. Do you get the polystyrene at least as well? Yeah, a piece of polystyrene inside as well. But oh, my God. That is outrageous. I'm like, I'll risk the scratches in the back seat of my car, thank you. <laughs> Tell you what. I'd take it on the bus. I'd just wrap a, wrap a blanket around it and just carry it on my head. <laughs> yeah, goodness me. 
Well, let us know at matt.n.alex. What's your what's the tariff been? Jim Postman's tariff? Specific Postman's tariff or just the tariff? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. What's I, your tariff? I, let us know your tariff. <laughs> it's all day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. All right, Matt, a Friday treat for us here on All Day Breakfast where we get to chat to an incredible Aussie artist who's just put out a brand new EP called Are You Kidding? It sounds a little bit like this. Adds to the diverse Whoa. amount of sounds she's been giving us over the years. Uh, it is Nicole Miller. G'day, Nicole. Hey, what an intro. <laughs> Man, that, oh, that, that's so got some kick to it, that track. Is that a bit of drum and bass, Nicole? It's, yeah, that one was with um, these English guys called Duke and Jones, and they're super like drum and bass, so it's like, why not? Oh, I tell you what, if you want to get your D&B, the UK know exactly what they're doing <laughs> in that area. Was it fun collabing <laughs> with those guys? Yeah, it was so fun. I mean, like, I wrote it on, like, I wrote most of this EP, like, sitting on my orange couch in my house. So, I mean, I didn't know that I'd be writing a Dean B song, like, having to rave <laughs> at home, but it's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I would call. I'd go. I go further. It's not a song. That's an anthem. That's a D and B anthem. We've got there, Nicole. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Now, look, Nicole. We need to get something out of the way. Okay. Yes, we've got an EP that you we want to talk about. All right. Yes, I want to know about some of the writing process and especially some of the songs. Like, uh, I th- I think I should uh, I should probably go to therapy. I'm very keen to hear about that. But <laughs> let's get down to the nitty gritty. Did you or did you not? Ask for my car park at the Glebe Markets. <laughs> oh, my God. It was not me, but it's so weird because I was at the Glebe Market. Yeah, like, but I was I, there. I'm telling you, I don't know if you know this, it was you, okay, because <laughs> I was parked out the front. Me and my, my daughter and, and my partner, Belinda, we were all going to go to the beach. We were just getting a couple of coffees first, okay? I was in the car. A car pulls up, says, hey, are you leaving? I say no. Then it drives away. Then a second car pulls up. Okay, woman in the driver's seat, big dog next to her. No, no. You look at me and I go, no. And then as you drove away, I went, that was Nicole Miller. So then I get onto Twitter. I say, hey, just saw you at the Cleve Markets. And you say, then suddenly you're all shaggy on me. No, but like, I feel like I've got a doppelganger out there or something because I was there. I don't know what's happening, but that's when I was leaving when you tweeted me and I I was not with a dog. What kind of dog was it? It's quite a big dog. I wouldn't say it was the Dulux dog, but I think it was Dulux dog inspired. <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> I'm kind of scared like that that happened. Like is there somebody do I have a twin? Maybe. Is this okay. is this do you do you get mistaken for many people like much? Have you got have you got a media doppelganger that you get sort of mistaken for? I can't remember who it was, but I think I was kind of offended. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. <laughs> it's always bad when that happens, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, I never know I with those ones because it's whether, you know, oh, wow, they think I'm as attractive as this beautiful person or it's yeah. I'm a better-looking version of this person. Yeah, it, it, it depends <laughs> yeah, on which way you look different. at it. Yeah, and, and to be honest, you always look at yourself different to how people look at you, so it's just you never know. Well, yeah, I mean, last absolutely. time I, I remember talking on Twitter last time we interacted on Twitter after I, you know, accused you of wanting my car park. Um, <laughs> and it was because you said you, you said you, you're feeling all bummed out because you're 20, you turned 27. My God, I forget that people follow me on Twitter and I just like rant on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, that's the whole point of Twitter. People follow you and read your thoughts. What are yeah. you worried about turning 27 for? Well, actually, I've got to tell you, it's 28. <laughs> oh, is it 28? Ooh. Yeah. 28's a great... Do I, am I old now? <laughs> no, 28's a great age. I mean, no, but honestly, why did you, why would you tweet something like that? Were you starting to feel a little bit self-conscious about being 28 and in the music industry? You know, I think, I, yeah, I, I was. I was like, I've been in the, you know, the music industry for a while now, and I'm like, hmm, am I getting old? Well, it's interesting because there is quite a... There is quite a, a fervor that people put on, and then and this pedestal people put young artists. You know, whether it's even Olivia Rodriguez in the last couple of months, Billy Eilish before that. There's this yeah. wanting to go for just super young and you know vibrant and and fresh. And 28 is that also. So don't think I'm not <laughs> taking that. But how does it feel being you know maybe a couple of years older than these people um, and having yeah, the media put so much of a focus on on, pe- on women's age. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I because I, like I feel like I'm obsessed with TikTok and I'm always on there, and I just feel like everyone's always posting about like how much Botox they get, and maybe like I was watching that, <laughs> and I was like feeling really insecure about that, and then yeah, I feel like it's always been like oh my god, this sick new artist and she's 15, which is awesome because they're killing it. But then I'm also like, oh, it's cool that I can, you know, still be in the music industry. Like, I'm still, I'm still here, guys. I'm not, I'm not leaving. <laughs> well, we hope not. That's it. The EP <laughs> that you've put out, Are You Kidding, is incredible. Uh, let's jump on the title track first, Are You Kidding. Was that the um, first lyrics that came to mind? Because in Australia, we've got such a large vernacular. You could have said, are you joking? Are you joshing? You're pulling my leg. Are you giving me the raw prawn? Or did any of these sort of uh, <laughs> titles come through at all? I don't know. I feel like I just say, are you kidding all the time? Like currently watching Big Brother and I feel like I'm just reality shows. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, why is this happening? (laughs) Are you a big reality TV fan? I think I just like during like COVID and everything, like putting on reality shows, it just like kind of makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. (laughs) I know that sounds really bad, but like then I get obsessed with it and then I like really like go for people on there. Like I started watching Big Brother for Flex Mommy because she's awesome. And then I just got hooked on it and like the drama was just great. Yeah, well, look, we're getting hooked on the uh, brand new EP. Are you kidding? I was loving um, recently the, the track I Should Probably Go to Therapy. Real nice rawness to it, which I'm assuming came from maybe a moment of doubt in your mind or uh, a low period. Is that? Can you tell me about that song? Yeah, I mean, like I've always thought that it would be good 
to go to therapy and not just get drunk at parties and like talk to poor <laughs> some someone in the corner about about my life problems. Um, so that's kind of like my reminder that I should do it, and I still haven't done it. So there's to that. But um, yeah, I just think it's important that everyone should go and have a little chat to someone other than the person at the party. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What were a lot of the songs on this album born from? Were they born from the down times or the good times? I feel like when I write songs, like, I'm, I go off a feeling and I'm normally, like, you know, a bit angry about something. So you can probably hear the, the sass in the, in the songs. But, yeah, I feel like a lot of these songs are, um, even though there is a bit of sass, like, they were triggered from me being, like, overexhausted or, like, angry about someone or, like, a bit of heartache. And then, like, you know, my old manager, one of them's about him, not naming names, but, um, yeah, I just, you know, someone triggers me. You better be careful. I'll write a song about you. <laughs> That's it. And it seems you, your influences are across the spectrum, Nicole. I love that you're able to come up with so many diverse sounds. What influences <laughs> you sonically when it comes to writing music? That is a very good question. I feel like I normally, like, get inspired by nature or, like, photographs um, mainly. I'm a very visual That's awesome. writer. Yeah. Not so much sounds. Yeah, I feel like I write stuff from, like, seeing a picture or, yeah, a feeling, and then it becomes, like, a thing. Well, I mean, you, you say that writing this album was a little bit different to the sort of standard process because I've seen you mention before, and you did at the beginning of this chat, that, you know, you wrote some a lot of these songs sitting on the couch or, you know, in your hallway at home. Yeah. i got to tell you, as a comedian, that's where most of it comes from. Um, what What's wow. the difference? What's the difference process that was uh, compared to other times that you write? Yeah, I mean, like, I'd normally come up with, like, you know, a bit of an idea, um, but most of the time... I would be in sessions with like songwriters and producers, you know, like the typical pop session that you do. And I used to travel a lot to write songs. Like I felt like I needed to travel. And um, yeah, most of this EP came from just like sitting at home being bored. Um, (laughs) So it really like forced me to like, you know, just, it was basically just me on my own writing songs and I did get help from people. But, yeah, I think it was like I had to challenge myself to write majority of the EP rather than, you know, relying on someone to bounce back and forth to. Which yeah, is, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you think it made you a better artist? Do you think you're able to trust yourself more? Yeah, definitely. Because when I first, like, got into the industry, I was, like, so quiet and I'd be, like, put in these sessions with, like, really loud writers, like, bouncing around. And I think I would just, like, go into the little corner in the room and just be like, yeah, that's a cool idea and sing it. And not necessarily the songs would ever come out, but I think I wouldn't trust myself as a songwriter. And now, like, doing this, I'm like, okay, yeah, I got this. Like, my ideas are cool enough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Well, backing yourself has definitely turned out for the best. Nicole Miller, Are You Kidding, uh, is out now. You can listen to it everywhere. Grab it wherever you need to in the music world. And, Nicole, it's been a pleasure having you on All Day Yay. Breakfast. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, just stay away from Matt O'Kine's parks. He, yeah, uh, I'll see you at Glebe Markets, I bet. <laughs> I know. I've run into you in Glebe a few times. <laughs> yeah, you'll have a big dog with you and I'll say, I knew it! <laughs> 
Whoops. This fake moustache is fooling nobody. (laughs) See you later. See ya. It is Friday nights in lockdown, and Matt, I uh, earlier in the week cooked some extra rice so that come this Friday I can chuck in a few peas, a little bit of onion, whatever other slop I've got kicking around in the bottom of the drawer, and uh, put together a delicious meal for myself and Woods this evening. But when it comes to podcast content, We've got the premium stuff coming together at the end of the week for this segment that we call Leftovers. Yeah, we're always reading your texts on at matt.n.alex and uh, sometimes we don't have time to get to them. So this is where we like to catch up on all the things that we missed out on. So please always keep in touch with us. Um, first up, we've got uh, Daz Harding texted in, said, couldn't have been too obsessed by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Matt. Couldn't even remember. It's called the Technodrome. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think I called it. I think I called it. Krang's lair, and that was wrong. <laughs> it's good that we set aside time at the end of the week to really square the ledger at these well, I mean, things, isn't because it? Because we, you're right. We, we've got to be open to the criticisms as well. You know, when we get yeah. we, we get the people saying, "Hey, hey, you're wrong," and this is why, and we want to let you know that you are heard. Unfortunately, some of these criticisms, which we do listen to, might have backfired on the listeners because uh, Charlie got in touch with us regarding the uh, kettle noise that got a, quite a few complaints in between content on the Matt and Alex podcast uh, because after we've replaced it, Charlie is not happy. The message reads, To the absolute crumb who complained about the kettle whistle, now we have to listen to the god-awful sound of Matt slurping flavoured milk. You need to go and sit in your room and think about what you've done. Yeah, see, (laughs) this is what happens. You you complain and you get what you you get, all right? We are like those genies where you go, the genie says, I want to be rich and famous (laughs) or... I want a I want a manhood that goes down to the ground and it's like well they take off take off the bottom half of your legs and you've got to, whatever it's always uh, a uh, there's always a catch on Matt and Alex <laughs> um, DJ Shake Chili said um, sup crew sandwich chat you mentioned a hot chip sandwich which is always a classic but when you put the chips in the oven throw in with it a meat pie. When it's all done, take the lid off the pie, insert some chips, squirt some sauce in if you like, put the lid back on, put the pie on a buttered slice, fill in the gaps around the pie with the leftover chips, slap on the other slice, slice, press it down just enough to get your face hole around it. There you go. Pie chip sandwich. That's like the carb to ducking, okay? That is <laughs> chips in pie in, in sandwich. In Too bread. much. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, we've got a message here from uh, M. Beckett saying, when have you been upgraded? Uh, on our way to Africa a few years ago for a building trip, me and my two bricklayer mates got bumped up to business class. We were all big lads and I found out later they sometimes do it to balance out the plane. The rest of the building crew wasn't happy at the back. Serves no, them right n- for being skinny. No, That's not no, a bad way no, to do no. it. You could... You only need to upgrade three people instead of four if you choose three big burly bricklayers. <laughs> no, no. I got upgraded over the weekend because I was wearing a suit. It has nothing to do with the COVID kegs, okay? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm not listening to whatever M. Beckett has to say. Uh, Mitch Watson says Mitch Watsonopoulos says 
Um, this is regards to pedestrian crossing. Nothing frustrates me more than when I've stopped at the zebra crossing for someone to cross and they wave or say thank you. I don't need to be thanked for following the road rules. My wife does not agree with my frustrations. Yeah, look, I kind of agree with That's you. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I still like to do it. You know, you're still, you're yeah, still nice I'd to, to, to be. Yeah, I thank you wave. Yeah, just a little thank you. Or you do the little courtesy jog. Oh, I'll get out yeah. of your way quickly. <laughs> I'll speed up Seems. for you. I tried mouth thank you quite loudly and widely. Like I don't usually say it too much, but I get the. I try to show thank that you. my lips are saying that. <laughs> thank you. Just to make sure. And uh, finally, let's go to David. David, how are you? Not too bad. How are you? Good. Thanks, David. Now, you, we were talking about where have you slept or how have you slept because I was sleeping in a big old family tangle on the floor of our daughter. Uh, Sophia's room because she is a bad sleeper and uh, we are not good at saying no to her yet. So uh, <laughs> how have you slept? So <laughs> so we made the trip over from Perth uh, to Melbourne for a footy weekend and uh, we wanted to go watch the Cats play. So we, we made the trip down down the highway, as they say, down to Geelong. And, um, yeah, look, it was a great day. But I went – I think the mistake I made is I went with a couple of my mates that are, that are just heavyweights in the drinking game. Mm. And uh, me, I'm just a little lightweight. So I foolishly tried to keep up with them. Look, I'm oh. not going to shy away from a challenge. But, uh, yeah, that was where I went wrong. Anyway, we didn't realise how far Geelong yeah. was from, from Melbourne. Had to, it was like a, a country train that we had to take. <laughs> so there's all sillies and, and whatnot on the train. So after the game, went to a, went to a pub, had a few, more, a few more beers, and I'm just struggling. I said, look, boys, we need to get going. And they said, yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. So we uh, catch the train back, and uh, I was feeling a little bit crook in the stomach, so I, uh, I went to the toilet, and uh, I was enjoying myself on the toilet, and I've fallen asleep. <laughs> I I only noticed that I'd fallen asleep when I, I woke up. So on these country chains, there's like an automatic lock on the door. So I woke up to somebody just staring at me. He's just staring at me. We locked eyes, and I said, mate, shut the door. And he's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> And I can see him trying to push the button to shut the door, but it just wouldn't shut. So he's just bailed. And as, I, as he was walking away, he goes, like, staking a shit. <laughs> and one by so, one, all the passengers in that carriage just start turning their heads and just staring at me. <laughs> through the door of the toilet. Through the door of the toilet. Does it open it automatically or something because uh, because you didn't you didn't get out in time? Oh, I've been on there too long. Yeah, I was in there for too long. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, not on a train yeah, so as well. Yeah, so the door eventually shut. I reckon it was about 30 seconds it was stuck open. It felt like two hours. <laughs> Everyone was staring at me, so I eventually uh, did my stuff, got out and uh, walked back to my seat. Heads oh, my God. I would have I would have jumped out the window of the train, run, run along the <laughs> roof like it was a Liam Neeson movie and <laughs> made my escape up on a bridge or something. Yeah, it did cross my mind, yeah. Well, <laughs> Most importantly, David, the Cats have a win. Oh, they did. They pumped Brisbane. It was a great day. <laughs> oh, boo. Go, Brisbane. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks very much, David. No problems, guys. Catch up. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. And this week, it's been a whole heap of fun. Cheers to Nicole Miller again for hanging out with us today. And, uh, yeah, we'll be coming back with a brand fresh new week of apps starting Monday morning. Hey, just a little reminder, don't forget that we're starting the Wellness Centre next week. So if you want to purge yourself of some kind of embarrassment, some kind of awful tale, something that's mortified you, then please get in touch at Matt and Alex. Until then, have a really good weekend and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Listener.